Hello everyone and welcome to some more Know Your Wrestling and welcome today guys to another Know Your Wrestling Reacts. Now what Know Your Wrestling Reacts is guys is where I do a reaction to all kinds of things throughout the world of professional wrestling. This could be anything from a segment, match, pay-per-view, wrestler, video game, figurine, etc. And as long as I can react to it, guys, anything is game. And for today's reaction, guys, I'm going to be reacting to the amazing segment from WWF Raw. And that is the old Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back. And you have here the Alliance wrestlers coming in, attacking The Undertaker and Kane, where at the time you had the whole storyline of Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon wrestling against each other at WrestleMania 17, where you had Shane being the owner of WCW, and this is the beginning of the rivalry between WCW and the WF, with the ECW being part of the WCW tandem, because at the time they couldn't really use the ECW name because Paul Heyman put ECW... Uh, in bankruptcy, now got more wrestlers from the WF, like you've got the Hardy Boys, APA and Kurt Angle coming out and stuff, and then you've got more Alliance guys, like you've got a lot of the WCW wrestlers and stuff, like um, uh, and you've also got some ECW wrestlers too, like Tommy Dreamers in there, Rob Van Dam, Lance Storm, and, and that sort of thing too and I think by this happening as well, it was quite shocking and quite amazing, because at this point, it was the build up to um what used to be known as Fully Loaded is now being known as the Alliance pay-per-view, which, besides the Big Four, is one of the most successful pay-per-views in the history of the WWF, where so many people watch this pay-per-view. I remember I watched it and stuff. And I loved the pay-per-view, and it was quite interesting as well. Having the build-up of what's Austin going to do? Is he going to do anything? Because at this time, he was a heel, but then... They wanted him to turn face where on the previous episode of SmackDown, Austin left. Vince wanted to go and speak to him. And this is the build-up of Austin starting to become more of his badass, awesome self that he was for the previous three slash four years before this. And you've got more just action uh, happening in the ring and stuff. All the wrestlers fighting each other and everything else. And just uh, the, the pure commotion going on and stuff. And you can see... Tommy Dreamer and Rob Van Dam just beating down on uh, Matt Hardy. You've got Kane getting beaten up and stuff. And obviously now you've got on the outside here, some of the wrestlers where you've got Crash Holly there wearing an Invasion t-shirt. Just incredible. You've got uh, Bill DeMott and someone else attacking, I believe, Hardcore Holly and stuff. And then and you've got this amazing moment here of Austin like literally driving back in his car. And I thought it was a really amazing shot because obviously at this time, Vince went to see... Austin inside a pub or a bar and he was kind of trying to start Austin to kind of build up himself again and be like actually come on I want the old stone cold and it's just cool just to see him come in with this amazing shot of Austin in the car and then you have Austin coming out attacking the alliance members with uh, this uh, this a pool cue and suckers obviously he was in the bar and stuff and building up on that and you can see Austin just beating up on the WCW and ECW guys and stuff. You can just see the punishment, and you can got. And obviously, it's brought the crowd up as well because you can see Austin's starting to act more like his character that he has been for many years and stuff. And you can see here the Alliance attacking down on the um, World Wrestling Federation guys and stuff. And you can even hear JR mention, "Come on, 
you know, we need more people out here like the ECW and WCW are destroying our guys and you've got here as well, Edge and Christian fight against Sean Stasiak and I believe the Hurricane Gregory Helms. And you can see them attacking and you can see Austin coming through back here as well with uh, Paul Q2 and you can just see just the great amazing moments here as well of just Austin just destroying these WCW and ECW guys which I find to be awesome, I love it. It's so, so good and you can see Austin there just throwing them through and stuff and you can see the shot back as well of the ring. I just love this shot because you've got all the different guys like you've got the WWF just being destroyed, just being pummeled down by the WCW, ECW guys and you've got um, the Undertaker like trying to fend them off and stuff but you can't because the number games is too high for the Wrestling Federation guys and stuff and I just find it's a really cool moment because even though yes I wanted people like Hogan, Nash, Goldberg etc to come in and be part of this but for what it was and for what they did I felt it was really really good because even though yes the whole feud and everything that they did about the feud wasn't the best but for this moment and this time in general having the World Wrestling Federation and having also as well the World Championship Wrestling against each other was just fucking awesome and just seeing these two promotions that you've wanted to log ahead for many many years finally doing it in a WWF ring of all places is just fucking awesome and you can see here as well just the guys like fighting against each other and stuff and everything else too just really cool and you can see Booker T just choking out Matt Hardy Tommy Gina choking out some guys Chavo Guerrero attacking some people and everything else and you just see the World Federation guys just getting ambushed you can see them throwing out El Hebner out of the ring and stuff because he's trying to Matt Hardy's being thrown out by um uh Who's Burden Canyon? You know, and you can see DDP just attacking the Undertaker because of they're building up their feud and stuff. You can hear the crowd trying for Stone Cold and Austin, you know, and you can just hear the glass shattering, the crowd going crazy and stuff. You can just see Austin, JR, like, hearing his commentary and you can just see the way Austin coming out, showing off and, like, throwing off the F-bombs and stuff. And it's just amazing. I just love how the way that JR can make anything seem so awesome because I've been watching some old World Wrestling Federation clips back when Austin was at his peak and stuff to think of different things I can react to. Like, obviously, Austin as a CEO and stuff back in the year 2000 and even stuff nowadays, like, with him and being involved in AEW with CM Punk's return, the amazing WrestleMania 17, My Way, and all the other stuff as well, too, that I just think, for me, by watching and even listening to the way JR puts over different things and the way that he's able to put over the amazing segments, matches, characters, moments, um, and even just the, just, just, just the little things, like during the moment when Vincent Mann goes, it was me, Austin, and you can just hear JR just, uh, just off the top, top of his head, I believe, ah, oh, son of a bitch about Vincent Mann, it's just adds so much more to the story, adds so much more to the gravitas of the moments that's happening that I just think for me, JR is personally my favourite all-time commentator. Yes, I still love the combination of um, Grilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. I think for me, those two will always be two of my favourites as well. But overall, as an amazing commentator and storyteller, I think for me, JR is truly the best and is truly the GOAT of all time. And you can see here Austin coming into the ring and he's just striking down all the Alliance guys. You can just hear the, the fact as well of JR putting over this and him saying he's hitting anything that by God moves and stuff. And you just hear just the 
pure rawness, the pure emotion, just everything. And you can hear even that jazz stunner, stunner thing over the stunner and stuff. And just, just amazing. Just the other stunner too, more stunners and stuff. And you can see him just hitting guys, giving everyone all these different stunners and stuff. And you can see as well to Devon, amazing stunner as well there too. And you can just see him as well hitting um, Sean Stage. No, not Sean Stage yet. Someone else with a stunner, and you can see there as well, giving one to Canyon as well, how Canyon sells it as well. Another one here to uh, Tommy Dreamy, you can see as well the stereo choke slams as well by um, Kane, the Undertaker here too. It's just amazing just the way that they landed like that and stuff. And I just think for me, this is such a great segment and such a great moment. And with the fact as well, with the way JR putting it over and stuff, it's just for me, it's just an epic moment, which obviously the story in itself didn't really live up to the expectations that myself and many other people had but i think overall for a moment and overall for a um segment in itself i feel this works really really well to build up the match to build up the whole wwf versus wcw war and so then guys for my um reaction slash observation i would say about this segment i think for me this segment is amazing it helps really build up the match for the alliance pay-per-view it really helps build up austin as a face austin finally turning back into the absolute badass don't trust anybody the absolutely motherfucker the toughest sob that we've wanted him to be for so long since his heel turn there was just awesome to see him come back the reaction to the crowd was amazing too they put over as soon as they heard the glass shatter, they could just feel like, oh my God, Stone Cold's back. And the way that JR was putting it over, like I was mentioning throughout the reaction itself, and the way that he was able to put over the fact of Austin just attacking anything that by God moves, because obviously throughout the previous weeks, Austin was in a sense a shell of his former self. I know it was a really good, great character work because he wanted to be a heel, because he felt as a face, he felt a bit stagnant. But actually looking back, he regrets doing that as a heel. But then at the same time, by him being the hill and then by them doing this and stuff as well, they were able to bring forth and create a, such a great moment in in this in itself, where without Austin being the guy who would always hug Vince McMahon, without Austin being the guy who would have those ridiculous but hilarious segments with Vince McMahon, um, Kurt Angle and Deborah, like Jimmy, uh, like when he sings, I am the champion, my friends. It's like him singing... We are the champions by Queen, which I thought, as a Queen fan, I fucking love. And then, obviously, him not wanting to fight against the Alliance, him feeling really sort of just shelled about himself, but then having this moment happen in itself and Austin then becoming, in a, in a sense, for six days a face again. It was a really cool moment, really cool segment, and it just shows just how, with Austin being there and with Austin being such a great and helpful ally, the WF guys were able to beat down and defeat the WCW slash ECW guys, where for many moments, even before Austin came out, the um, Alliance guys had a more of a people advantage because they had a lot more people, as you can see throughout the segment in itself happening, where they were pummeling down on the WF guys that they were able to stop them for as long as they could. And I thought for me that was a really cool moment in itself too, because it just shows just how even though the WCW guys weren't so the ones really we really wanted you know because I think looking back we wanted a Goldberg versus Austin match we wanted a Hogan versus Austin match and etc but even though what we had what we had I felt worked really really well for what it was and even though yes the Alliance storyline wasn't the best storyline ever 
Yes, it was a bit shit in certain places, but I think for me, and I think for a lot of people personally, this moment worked really, really well, and it proved in itself because without this amazing moment, we wouldn't have had all those people buying the pay-per-views to then make the Alliance pay-per-view one of the highest... Oh, the Invasion pay-per-view, one of the most highest ever pay-per-view buys ever. I mean, it made nearly 900,000 buys it had for this one pay-per-view, and that's based on the storyline itself and the fact that it was going to be the Alliance being the WCW slash ECW versus the WWF in this cross-promotion war that we never thought we would ever, ever see. And that, my friends, was another... No Wrestling Reacts, where I reacted to the amazing segment from Raw is War being the old Stone Cold is back. Let me know, guys, in the comments below what your thoughts are of this amazing segment. And do you agree with my thoughts about the segment too? Like, do you like this segment as much as I do? And what do you think about the whole Alliance storyline itself? And also as well, guys, don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to No Wrestling on YouTube and all our other social medias and podcasting networks too. I've been your amazing host, as always, Mark Sylvester. And don't forget, guys, to take care. And always remember... Stutter! Stutter! Stutter!
betting that you will Snap, no, I'll let you live a little bit with the pain that I bring You know it's only the beginning Stop breaking the beginning Oh. Uh -huh.